Dog President is like Obama in this universe. He may not structurally change a whole lot, but he, he lets us believe in the aspiration of our hopes, you know? Just losing brain cells so fast. Like, it, you know, like swirling down the drain hole of my mind. The limit of, of our values is uh, determined the by the value of our limits. I don't know what that means. That's that's my Pete. That's uh, your Pete? Pete? I don't know Bridget. what Pete sounds like. I'm trying to actively avoid, like, any... White guy doing Obama. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. God, that's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. <laughs> Welcome to Gohan or Go Home. I am Simon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Simon, clone of Pete Buttigieg Monrad, oh. and um, alongside me is Imogen, South Bend, Dog Shelter, Faith. <laughs> What is no no <laughs> no 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 I think we're, we're gonna ban you from doing names. So um, uh, uh, let me be clear. Uh. <laughs> Welcome to Vocal Fry Hour. <laughs> I gotta I I gotta stop talking like that at all because it definitely didn't help recovering from illness and I lost my yeah. voice and I got a very sore throat. Yeah, I should explain. We didn't have an episode last week because... Because uh, I was fucking dying. Because you let I the side down. Possessed. Uh Like, I don't want to name I, names, I, but somebody in the office... in my belly. Somebody in the office is not pulling their weight. Yeah. Is that a Naruto reference? I don't... How the fuck would I know, Simon? <laughs> like, I've been like sick sick i've had mm. i had i've had a severe flu that lasted for a couple of weeks wow sounds before. fake but okay uh fine fine i was hospitalized for pneumonia when i was a little kid you can't uh, just keep on making up illness names yeah okay i had do whopper jingdao and that was a That's real racist time. for starters <laughs> secondly some syllables but okay shenlong's yeah. indigenous name is nothing to be mocked <laughs> Um, no, I, yeah, I've been sick, but that was a, that was a real, a real fun one. And then I fucked my voice up. So now I'm going to try and not do vocal fry, but I don't think I'm physically capable of not doing it at this point. I don't know how to speak like a person. Well, that's why you should. Just speak uh, very softly and I'll sound like a crazy person who's going to murder you in your sleep. I feel like I encountered nigger Marianne Williamson. <laughs> she lives in my nostril. And I say... Girlfriend, you are so off. <laughs> it just does like the paint inverted colors. <laughs> Rapidly cycling wrong between. With your energy. The orbs are wrong. <laughs> they are not aligning. The orbs. <laughs> That's Marianne Williamson who has like dark eco or something like that. What what are the orbs? Have you played Jack and Daxter? No. Oh, I don't even know what that is. Dark Marianne would be such a good character. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Sorry, continue. If if there's something to do with like pop culture in general, I probably I probably don't know what it is. I mean, like before 2011, that's when I started engaging in society. That's when I was a. I thought you were gonna say everything before then because that's what I know. Oh no, other way around. Okay, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I didn't exist until then. That was when they they finalized my human form, and mm. put me into the world. Yeah, yeah. So you're the clone of uh, Amy Klobuchar. Stop comparing me to American politicians. <laughs> I want nothing to do with this. Yeah, I, very, I want to throw anybody. a stapler energy at most times. I would never throw a stapler. Yeah, I want to energy. There are better ways to go about your business. Of stapler throwing? <laughs> yeah. 
My stationary business. Why is nobody buying from it? It's Every time somebody walks in, you just start. You try and throw a stapler. It's, it's you know a ten percent chance at best that someone gets a staple in them. If you go melee at close range, you know you've got to just way way better odds. Well, see, Mitt Romney's one. You can just was, walk up uh, to someone and slap them with a stapler in the face, and then that's just you know you're way more likely. You to can send a message. It's not about the money. It's about sending a message, and you can staple a message to someone. Mm. If staplers had been around during the Reformation. I feel like Martin Luther would have stapled <laughs> 99 theses, but the same one to nail gun. the torch. <laughs> just nail gunning. Just walking around town. <laughs> Jesus getting nail gunned to the cross. It's like a home oh, improvement no. episode. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no, I thought um, Mitt Romney's one was binders full of women, but like women full of binders is also an energy. <laughs> They wear the binders on the inside? That's advanced. Now, you've been wondering what happened to corsets, but the binders are on the inside. <laughs> mm, that was very aggressive. That's what they've been doing. <laughs> what do you think What do you think women have been doing for the last hundred years since women's liberation? You thought that they decided to actually become normal humans? No. They've put the binders on the inside. Yeah. Did you just point at yourself as an example of trying to prove normalcy? You said that being nice to animals tracks with normalcy. So you used me as an example of what is normal the other day, which I was very confused about. Did you actually just try and quote me from a couple of days ago to me now? Mm-hmm. As if I can't change any of my opinions and no, or have can't. any consistent beliefs at all. <laughs> no, it's been, it's written down in the annals of time. I'm a big guy for the annals of time. Wow. Some things you should keep to yourself. Would you like is to move on just, to Dragon Ball? Yeah, I don't know who's going to enjoy that bit. <laughs> but it is someone. Someone out Because we got paid. Yeah. Well, not yet. And possibly never, since somebody can sign up and then cancel before the end of the month. I shouldn't have told you that. Uh, uh, we have to create content. Yeah, we don't have any content for you. I'm Alrighty. Sorry. So, Dragon Balls. <laughs> we read through four chapters. They were chapters 20, 21, 22, and 23. So, if you're following along, that's... Kind of mm. what we're going through. Chapter 20 kind of opens with, again, um, the the balls and Shenron coming out of the balls and being like, ah, I'm a dragon. Blah, blah, blah. And they're all like, oh, my gosh, it's a dragon. This is crazy. And what I have to say before we actually go properly into this is that this ties together so many things that we've talked about before uh, in various different ways. Does it? Yeah. I really feel like it. Not only the things that we've talked about, but I think... Just in terms of storytelling, that there is uh, this this idea or this conception or this feeling that the threads are kind of coming together. He's just saying words at this point. Anyway, a sick dragon comes out of these balls, and it is the coolest. It's very, it's a very good drawing. I yeah. think that he just really likes drawing dragons because it is like every drawing of the. Dragons. I can't blame him. He's, He's good at awesome. it. He's good at it. Yeah, there's some things that Toriyama seems to be just like real good at. And dragons is definitely one of them. Yeah. The, these chapters are, I think, maybe the first ones I kind of, like, unironically enjoyed. Um, for, you know, various reasons. There's some really funny bits. He hits the stride. Yeah, it's, like, not just poop jokes now. There's, you know, like, a vague amount of plot in there. Emphasis on yeah. not just. Yeah, so, yeah, this, I mean, this still is some, some shit humor. Stuff. Hey. Um, but... It's 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 pretty decent. Um, yeah, so put one in the joke jar for that one. Uh, well, I made a joke. Oh, I'm just well on my way to being funny. Give us a tinkle. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> What's um, kind of a, a really weird about this is mm-hmm. that uh, Oolong and Puar 
have come through the hole in the wall because that was the only way the last time they were going to reach Pilaf and crew. Yeah, Pilaf and, what- and squad was, was summoning some things and they didn't all bats with faces that are their regular faces. Yeah, it's weird because what Toriyama showed us last time was that they were bats with their regular faces that we could recognize them. Very what we do in the shadows energy. Yeah. Just Jermaine Clement's face on a <laughs> Toriyama bat. No, also, that's a meme. As long as naked and you can see his bits. Again. Yeah, what's kind of weird is that what he didn't show us, but is revealed in this chapter, <laughs> is that Oolong is naked and also has his uh, pig genitals. Just but, out for sure. But it just yeah. looks like the way that Goku is drawn when he's naked. Yeah. There's no Which pig is... poop balls kind of energy to yeah. it. Anyway. It's, um, so yeah, I don't know why Poir is, is still like. A cat is not like that, but, like, the pig is, uh... Pigs don't have fur, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Oolong probably manscapes. I don't know. <laughs> Pigs do have fur. Well, it depends on the pig. That's true. And he's not a fur, a fur pig. He's, he's not, not a furry, furry pig. pig. Well, he is. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Um, all of this is kind of, like concurrently happening there's a lot of cross-cutting there's a lot of feeling that there's a lot of urgency but at the same time i think that means that when you talk about it it becomes like and there was another action panel and there was another action panel but there is interesting stuff it's just that it's a lot of there is a frustrated they don't know what to do somehow they come up with a solution and then Mm -hmm. oh no they're in more danger i don't think that this one is really that kind of a situation because you can explain it in pretty swift and funny terms i think it it kind of (laughs) It gets the point across. Like, you know, uh, Poir and Oolong burst through the, the hole in the wall just as the dragon, like, emerges and mm. stands there in all its dragon glory. And He's Pilaf not starts naked. Making his, the dragon is not... If the dragon is naked, he does not wear clothing. I don't you know... You think those antlers are natural? Girl. Shinron has... This is weird. Big naturals. <laughs> um... <laughs> But Pilaf and gang are like they're ready to wish for world domination and Pilaf in uh, true comic book villain style just really takes his time with it he says I wish yeah. for yeah and the, the English translation was he's just like what I want is but in the Japanese he actually starts to go into his wish he says like like you know and he's about to say i want to like like regarding me the world the particle marker which is like his way of he's about to say i want to dominate the world of the world because it's um it's a lot. subject object verb order uh-huh so the verb comes last so he doesn't say what he's going to do with the world mm-hmm. or what he wants to do with the world i think he did he did just say that <laughs> he just says you know, that he starts to go into actually what it is, which is why it's so funny that the fact that the the sentence is completed <laughs> by Oolong suddenly just being like, the woman's underwear, <laughs> girls' yeah. panties. Um, Oolong Far realized that they can interrupt the wish and get in first and then just cause the dragon to scatter once more. So Oolong just jumps in there. He's like, oh, oh I'm panties. And, the, and so, so he... Uh, so such is what he receives. What's kind of, what's kind of funny about the Japanese is that it doesn't actually mean this because it's not a complete sentence, but you could like theoretically put together the two ideas because Pilaf starts to introduce it, that what he gets is like the world's girls' panties, like as in like the best in the world or something. There's like okay. you could like get that feeling from it if you wanted, which is kind of quite a like it's a second le- level joke, I think. Like okay. they're not just panties, they are 
the world <laughs> they panties. They are the panties. They are like world-class, <laughs> class panties that Oolong is getting. And it came so quickly to his lips. Mm-hmm. Trans Oolong has got what he wanted. He just jumped right in there. He knew what he wanted. He's like, he feels very shy and ashamed about it. But when push comes to shove and he's under stress, this little egg cracks. <laughs> and I, I, I appreciate it. I like this storyline. This little, this we little subtle back one. Live for trans positivity, Dragon Ball. I don't like Oolong. <laughs> He's a terrible person. No, if you did, I would be very concerned. <laughs> Ulong I also is my hero. With the podcast, and we couldn't be friends anymore, and you're also not allowed to move into my house. <laughs> what? <laughs> Banned forever. No, I mean, let's leave that aside. Um, so the thing about Oolong is we don't stand that aspect. Mm-hmm. But when he finally starts to come out of his shell, I feel like we should at least, you know, appreciate. Um, uh, that it's just, he's so quick to want panties, and he's so and he defends them later as well. Oh yeah, he does. It just like like quite we'll naturally. Get to that. But anyway, everyone has like their typical anime reaction shots, and yeah. there's this beautiful cinematic <laughs> graphic thing where just they like float gently down from heaven, panel by panel, and they're like to his face. <laughs> it's. <laughs> And these are, like I told you about, like, the, I don't know if it, did I mention on the podcast that there are, like, codes for panties? Oh, fuck, yeah, you did. I, I'm still disappointed to know that. Yeah, so, like, the one that he gets is, like, plain ones, like, the standard <coughs> kind of ones. There's no, they don't necessarily represent innocence. They're not, like, white ones or something like that. But the the kind of, like, just plain ones with a, like, tiny little bow-like thing on them are just supposed to be standard panties, if that makes sense. There what? isn't such a thing, right? But what does that mean? Standard panties? What? But it's like, um, it's like normal Coke, you know, rather than like, oh, I like vanilla Coke or cherry Coke. It's like, no, this is just, this is the Coke of panties. <laughs> You're very unconvinced by this. I thought it was a perfect analogy. Although I do often think almost everything I say and do is. I'm well aware. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't have faults here. One day here. you'll have to deal with yourself. <laughs> oh, I'll definitely be doing that after this chapter. What I feel oh, like is when Shenlong is like, um, your wish has been granted. And then he kind of goes up into the balls and like they fly off into the air and then just like, they don't show really exactly what happens. No, it's just well. like the balls kind of go up and then they scatter and fly off all it's across the world. Mm. Basically, which unfortunately, as uh, Goku's going to find out a little bit later, means that the grandpa ball's gone. Mm. He's going to have to go look for his grandpa's missing ball. But it is kind of nice to see, although like I don't have any animus toward them, but seeing Pilaf and Ko getting owned is kind of nice. <laughs> Just the villains being routed in such a dumb, ridiculous way. I actually laughed like out loud at that the goings on there because it's just so stupid <laughs> i looked at what his, his name not his name means but like the characters that are on his little emperor clothing and it's just the chinese word for fried rice <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> firstly yamcha has like pleasure on his or like you know enjoying Does he? it oh, he's got pleasure all over his shirt <laughs> The hyena, the desert, has some uh, real Nevada desert, uh, Sin City stuff going on. 
we come back to our, our friends, our mates in the cell, and... No, they're in a different cell now. Um, not yet. After... Oh, oh yeah, all right. Yeah, they're, they're still in brick at that time. Yeah. One, but, uh, I thought you were jumping ahead, but you ain't. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, Goku's like, oh, the Dragon Balls, they've gone. And then Bulma kind of goes into Mrs. Exposition mode and goes, well, did you know that mm. once the wish has been told, the Dragon Balls are in it for a year and they just go off and they go away mm. yeah so she tells us all the yeah they just turn to a time. rock and it's, they're like that for a year and she kind of looks like a lecturer when she's doing it which she's playing the role of of uh alan page in inception just you know giving us all the plot and mm. just her, you know ariana grande that's no. not her name isn't it <laughs> sorry Adna. isn't Ariadne or like Alan Page in that movie she's like the character that everyone tells things to so she's the audience I just surrogate. wanted to call her Ariana Grande and I segued it really badly I'm sorry do you know I can't believe I didn't notice <laughs> I was so swept up and being like that's not what Inception <laughs> you're is you're wrong like. and I need to tell you what Inception is like your opinions on Inception are wrong <laughs> that's not even a reasonable so way to read that narrative so with correcting me about a movie I've seen like 15,000 times <laughs> so you like didn't notice my joke just the story of my fucking life it's so funny you just have to tell me things it's not reasonably supported in the narrative (laughs) anyway so Leonardo DiCaprio is the minotaur in that because he's definitely trying to get a younger woman (sighs) he's Ellen Page (laughs) I would say that he is the bull in that situation I tie out of your jokes obviously his I feel the, like pickup artist Leo of DiCaprio his wife is. is the monster in the maze. Wow, Nolan showing your misogyny. Mm, yeah. What if your dead wife is what, actually that, the villain in your life? Whole, That's what you learn in therapy. We're not even getting it. Okay. No, I don't want to even get into that myth because the whole thing is fucked up from the start and we don't have time for that. What's the start? How do you think a cow man comes to exist? Oh, <laughs> I thought that was just a thing. I didn't realize that the Greeks did uh, lore and backstory. They're oh, like, yeah, no, that's... Uh, the Greeks would never have let Snoke just exist. They would have been like, you oh, know no, what? Oh, no, everything has to have they would an have been explanation. Like, and it is... Human yeah. fucked a wrinkly bit of leather. <laughs> No, there would be a reason behind it. They've got to have a motive. No one just does things. Yeah, people do things because they're horny in Greek <laughs> mythology. Only the gods. Zeus turned into a, a swan, like, to attract a woman. Why? Yeah, is there some the complex gods. divine reasoning? No, he wants, he's horny. No human being is horny in, in Greek mythology. Oh, yeah, that's, this Unless is they're cursed to be horny. Yeah. In which case, is, you know, that's, that's what happened there. Because noble and good men are disinterested, but women are incredibly horny. That's not what how it goes, but... Well, that's the conceit of Lysistrata, right? I don't know what that is. It's the play, Aristophanes' play, where, like, the women go on... I know that? All the women go on sex strike because the men are going to go to war, and they're like, we don't want you to go to war, so they threaten to do that, and all the men laugh at it because women in Greek culture are incredibly horny all the time and throwing themselves at people, but men aren't. They're reserved and noble <laughs> and... And, um... And just very gay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. I was going to talk about the statues, but, you know, mm. that's all right. Um, it's like, you know, like the diminution of fertility is kind of like, or well, not fertility, of like horniness is kind of like showing how civilized other you are. things about mythology that just like removes the impact of the joke that I was going to make. So now I'm not going to make it. Ariadne Grande, my, all right. <laughs> my elaboration on that myth is going to be just so incredibly funny. I've got one. And you don't deserve to hold hear on, it. Hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. How does Ellen Page's character no. have her Starbucks coffee? 
Ariadne Grande. You're so pleased with yourself. That is maybe the worst joke you've made for like the last week. I think I'm choking <laughs> on my own breathing. That's what you get. You deserve it. Well, I'm enjoying it, so it's okay. All right. <laughs> Anyway, you know how I said there's some things you should keep to yourself. It's <laughs> definitely is, one of them. This is a podcast about Dragon Ball. Is it? Anyway, what were we? The talking? people want to know. The people want to know. The this is a podcast know. about tangents. This is a podcast about tangents. 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 <laughs> tangents and sidetracks. Just the, the the wording of that, just the phrasing, tangents are right. <laughs> Miss Dolly Parton, can you tell us what's on your next rock record? And she's just like tangents and sidetracks. <laughs> I do love a good Dolly Parton joke. <laughs> don't we all? But your impression is work. I don't know what she sounds like. Not I've never like heard that. her talk, only sing, because I think that she deserves to be heard through the communication that she puts uh, into her music. I wish this was a visual medium sometimes. <laughs> uh, Just because... And also she shouldn't be listened to being a woman. Okay, so what happens next? <laughs> the face that you give. Uh, when he joke, but you keep grimacing. <laughs> mm, so I don't know if this is a grimace. It's just like on the... More of a hamburglar. Just trying to just repress violent urges, mostly. <laughs> This is how most... See, what I don't understand is that most people around me are like this. Like, they often will tell me how they have to suppress violent urges. And I'm not sure why everybody in my life is so violent, but it's... I mean, frankly, they should... you just seem to attract violent people, right? Yeah, it's very mysterious. I think I'm just a victim, you know? Like, I'm easily taken advantage of, and a lot of people abuse me. Very much so. I feel like I get just manipulated by people. You've done nothing to... I'm too empathetic. And I help you. I'm just an empath. I'm so kind. I'm like, if you were always on MDMA... I'm just constantly helping people. I had someone this? come up to me and they said, do you want help with your shopping bags at the supermarket? And I was like, well, I didn't really want it, but I thought they want to help me. And the most empathetic and kind thing that I could do for this person is get them to be my slave for two minutes. And so I did. <laughs> and then I kind of felt bad. So I did give them 10 cents. I feel like I know this person. <laughs> and I can't place it. I have coronavirus of the mind. A powerful I don't, I, energy. Just nothing. <laughs> just I don't I don't have a response. It's made to me that. at least ten times stronger in what terms the of brainwave fuck power. What are you talking about, Simon? I'm talking about Dragon Ball are you and Pilaf and Gang. I'm a hundred percent always on MDMA. That's the least accurate thing I've ever heard. I know. I know. This man's never looked at an MDMA. <laughs> this man's never even looked at an MDMA. <laughs> Listen, officer, I've done the drug. <laughs> I know all about that. I, I'd love to inject weed every so often. Mm. Yes. I go to parties. Mm. I know people. You've, I, I'm Human sure you've people. met a person before. I certainly have. This is a Respect. podcast that respects women. <laughs> Yeah. I found uh, fencing sword because he had one. You can't and... name drop people on this podcast. What if he finds out? What if he listens? I hope he does. <laughs> you little UN boot looking model UN <laughs> piece of diplomatic school shit. 
If you had oh been alive God. during Nazi Germany, you would have been fine being part of the bureaucracy because all you want to do is wear a little uniform with nice shiny boots and just be part of the process and get to lord it over other people. All you really desire is power. And ultimately, if somebody does that, you Pete Buttigieg adjacent piece of absolute human fire trash garbage, then you would realize that there's more to life than being an ideologyless husk of a soulless clone. There's caring and there's empathy and there's being a hundred percent of the time on fucking MDMA. Oh no! Ah, I'm so empathetic right now. I feel like I could care about this microphone. Oh, no. <laughs> lightly. Don't touch the Lightly stroke it, maybe. <laughs> oh, no. I think you have to cut that. <laughs> I will oh never cut that. Boy, just out something. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I don't think that's allowed. <laughs> There's no way that it won't get back to him. Someone out there would like go to the extreme lengths to figure out who you were referring to and just send him a clip of just that. Uh, so speaking I of... I think that was the harshest I've ever heard you be to a person that we know in real life. Deserves it. <laughs> For the sake of comedy, yes. <laughs> what did he do? Okay, to you? so speaking of tyrannical autocrats, Pilaf and Gang are very angry. <laughs> I forgot um, that we were. We're doing a Dragon Ball a podcast. Yeah. We're uh, approximately three pages into chapter one of what I we're think covering we out of four. Like, hustle through it a little bit. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so they are stuck in a steel cell now with a glass roof, and Goku tries to jump up to the top. He's like, maybe we can't break through the walls, but we can certainly do this, and it's toughened mm. glass. Yeah, he doesn't know what windows are, and he just stonks his little head. And he goes bang, bang, bang. That's the noise that he makes. There's a very good panel of him just sort of like squishing against the glass as he jumps, and it looks like he'd make like a squeaky toy noise if it was a cartoon. The onomatopoeia there is gun. That's pretty good. Um, That's when yeah, Bulma's like, oh, it's too bad that we have to wait a year for it, and then she's like, oh, I have to wait a year. You know, mm-hmm. there's no way I can search for it. And then Yamcha's like, one year? Oh my goodness. And then in his head, he's like, oh God, I'll never be able to talk to, to women. be around women for a year. And I have to be an incel for another year? Mm. Uh, Pilaf is mad. He Over the intercom, he's like, you know what? I may not be able to do anything, but what I can do is I can have you cook alive. Because yeah, no, yeah, we're in the desert. doing a bad job of telling all the story of what's going on here. Please tell Skimming us. through it. Tell it like you could, it like, is. Like stuck on one panel for like half an hour and then just like go over like six pages at once. I've no, got they're a need for speed underground. They're in a steel cage of rivets of feeling and, and emotion. Yeah, there's just a Faraday just, cage of emotion. <laughs> Faraday cage of emotion. That'll make a good bad song. Every time I try and reach out to somebody, it just bzzz, punishes me and pushes me back. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> things that make you anyway, go Anyway, hmm. things that make you go hmm. Um, they're, yeah, they're in this steel walled cage with like just an intercom in the corner and please stop. These all sound I'm like just, lyrics. I'm just trying to tell the story. I'm in a steel wild cage of emotion. Let's do this. Look at a glass roof. Please tell the story Pilaf of my people. tells them that he is going to put them to death for interfering with his plans for world domination, i.e. wishing for panties when the dragon appeared out of the balls. 
Uh, but, you know, just please stop doing the fucking Macarena on the floor. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, distraction. Um, he's... <laughs> He's, uh, he clarifies that he's not one for savage behavior and that he won't do any violence to them, but because they're in the desert and the noonday sun will soon come through the glass roof, he will just let them all dehydrate to death, which is terrifying. To yeah, be I don't honest. think Pilaf understands how things work because he's yeah. like, I'm, gonna be, I'm not going to be savage. Let's do this clean by having you die painfully over the course of several hours as the room slowly heats up. It's like, what happened to the. Our pet turtles in China. What? You know. Well, we kept them in a perspex kind of... Go- no, it was a glass cage. And what? they couldn't make it to the water when one day when we were out. And they just kind of sealed to the glass, to the little stairs in the hot sun. And they were dead when we came back. And, like, more than dead. That makes me sad. It did make me sad. Poor turtles. I could no longer practice stand-up to them. What are you... A boy wonder. Okay. <laughs> I'm Would you an like empath. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if that's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the path part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like that. Bomb is like, but I haven't brought suntan lotion. <laughs> I don't yeah. have my sunscreen. Yeah. She's like, I might get mildly browner. Yeah, that is just like a really horrible death that I hadn't really thought of before, like in terms of like a torture. In a children's comic. In a children's comic, it's yeah, pretty spooky. But that's where that chapter ends with them just like stuck in this cage, and the next one picks up with them uh, desperately trying to escape, which is mostly Goku just blasting the walls as he tends to do. Uh, and Goku blasting Goku thick just beams. blasting. Yeah, and at the um, wall, at his wall. He's yeah. learned as soon as like Master Roshi taught him to blast his beam, and then he sure did. And so now he just does it all over the walls, and you're like, okay, I get that you're 13 years old. But really. <laughs> Is he 13 now? Because we seem to be jumping. Okay, I'm sorry. Ages. He's 14. Goku, I get that you're 14 years old. But <laughs> yeah. Thank you for repairing your joke. It was the accuracy. The only thing that's funnier than telling funny. a bad joke is telling it twice. Yeah. That's what our podcast is about. You know what the other thing is? Is it telling Timing. it twice? I hate you. Repetition. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the, the hyena of the desert is just valiantly punching steel walls as well, which is... Uh, yeah, a brave move by a normal man. <laughs> just, they don't know. The funniest thing about Yamcha's character is that because, and actually, frankly, everybody in this comic is that, apart from Bulma, they're all so focused on fighting and battle prowess and things because that's prize that when you put them into any sort of vaguely trap-like situation, all mm. they can do is try and hit things. They literally walked along a series of arrows towards a room that was set up by the people that knew that they were coming and wanted to kill yeah. them. yeah got stuck in it and then just proceeded to r- repeatedly punch the walls to try and escape which I you know, you know what we, they're just but the message of this manga is that they have one brain cell between them violence always wins it's always Maybe rewarded two. and the only way out of something is to just to be even stronger mm-hmm. that's the message of this whole comic that's the impression that I've got from everything I've heard about it so I mean it, it <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Today we found the episode that I've seen several times. That's the only thing that I've seen. Before. I did. It was I can't remember two thirty maybe mm. something. I don't know. I was yeah. at work and he was just sending me screenshots of like different people being turned into food items and saying, "Is this it?" 
Shout out to uh, uh, alias Effie, person who is going through the Dragon Ball uh, mm-hmm. Z show and uh, is just tweeting episode by episode. And I follow along and I like it. Actually, I like to be reminded of things by them being framed in funny ways. There's something kind of recursive about that I feel since I'm doing this podcast, but mm. we are who we are, in the words of the American philosopher Kasia. I think it's just like several times today your jokes have just like shut down part of my brain. And I'm not sure which part it is or like why it has to reboot every time you say something incredibly stupid, but it's just there. <laughs> I just had like a real brief like zone out of trying to process like anything I could say in response to that. And I don't know whether to say something like witty and clever or just like try and out stupid you. And I think that the drama... The two wolves fighting within me. <laughs> there Just are two wolves the, within you. Yeah. One of them wants to beat your podcast co-host to death. Mm-hmm. And the other one also wants to join in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that about sums it up. Okay. What I kind of like about the Love crew is that they dorm together, they sleep together, they brush their teeth together, and they yeah. play poker They're with each other. They're a friend squad. They're yeah. just playing cards. An extremely murderous well, friend squad. locked up these people to just be murdered by the sun the next day. I don't think anyone in this universe this has is like a if, sensible morality. This is like if the mafia would, were like, run by Norwegians. No, it's not. What? <laughs> just, just shut that one down. Just the most useless. I don't even like, want to. I don't want to. They're trying to be that. murderous and run organized crime, but they're all like, "Hurdy gurdy, I'm playing poker." Is that Norwegian? I don't know. It sounded like a bad Swiss. Swedish. Swedish. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> My comedy style is no. <laughs> no but. Um, <laughs> yeah, certainly no but is not the theme of this manga. Uh, yeah, it really isn't. Um, no, no one in this in this, in this this universe uh, has any kind of functioning logic behind their moral system. I don't even know if I can elaborate on that. I'm just like comparing and contrasting like Goku's like murderous rage but apparent innocence because he can like Mm -hmm. ride this little cloud around with like the complete like lack of violent intent behind like pilaf and gang but like the actual like horrible things that they can do because it's it's kind of a a martial arts manga but it's a gag manga as well and so the feeling is that there's no weight to anything and nothing bad will really actually happen and we should know that even though the stakes presented just like the the fact that people were like put out uh, the idea of something being like super bad like uh, like Pilaf being like I'm gonna do something super perverted and he like blows a kiss and, <laughs> like the, the, so there's like clearly some kind of metric behind things but I can't for the life of me figure it out it's just just saying super bad and then describing Pilaf makes me think he's kind of like McLovin to be honest yes <laughs> I'll allow that comparison that does make sense if you make enough comparisons eventually you're a monkey at a typewriter mm. that's what they say I like that. There's uh, the section where they're all going to die and they realize that they're going to die. And so they kind of have their things in their final moments. And Yamcha and Bulma are stuck in a terrified, shivering position and just kind of don't know what to do, really. Last time, Yamcha was the person who gave us a pun. But this time, Poir decides to look up mm-hmm. at the moon I through the glass like ceiling. The bonus line. They're contemplating death, and she's like, to be honest, I hate death. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> death? Cancelled. Yeah, I hate it. 
Poir, you know, Oolong's like, what are you doing, Poir? And then Poir's like, I'm just looking at the moon over here. Wish the moon. But the other thing is that Poir is saying the moon tonight's pretty and I just wanted to look at something pretty before I die. This is in conversation with Oolong. It's just the two of them. Oolong does like a little snappy like yeah don't say stuff like that you know don't be sincere and don't blah 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 and he's kind of angry about it telling somebody the moon is beautiful is kind of like an oblique way of saying of like confessing love in Japanese as well because it became a literary trope hmm. as a thing like tsuki ga kirei the moon is beautiful sort of thing like that yeah isn't the moon beautiful tonight sort of thing hmm. an oblique coded way of saying that you love somebody Japan, huh? So Poir and Oolong are actually having a pretty, pretty touching conversation. And I was touched. He's still got his panties on his head. And he still has women's, he's wearing the women's panties on his head, by the way. The ones that he got. (laughs) The ones that he got, yeah, from the wish. He treasures Mm -hmm. them and he wears them as a hat. Mm, His little ears stuck through the leg holes. Um, And not only that, but I don't not ship them now. <laughs> anyway, uh, we really need to get through this. But what's yeah? Maybe I, we should just you should explain this next it. part because I will explain it. But uh, you can probably do a better job. And I like this trope. I like when it happens. It's a very horror trope. This is my favorite, and this is I think one of the reasons that I unironically enjoyed it is because it's just like a thing that I like, and I like it when um, people put things that I like in media that I'm consuming. Shockingly. Goku notes that, oh no, when there's a full moon, a really scary monster comes. Um, just sort of like vague Wolfman references. To which everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Like, that's not real. <clears throat> and he uh, says, no, no, yeah, it's, no, it's like, it's totally real. Uh, it, it squished my granddad. Like, it just stood on him, which is... I think you're like leaving the room. I was like, fuck you. No, I'm finding a light switch. I'm just going to carry this podcast. You put me under pressure and like I could have recounted it jokingly had you not. I went to go find the light switch. Okay. Which is a metaphor. I panicked. What is that? No. Hey. So, uh, yeah, Yamcha's like, the Son Gohan, like that martial arts master, he was so strong and he killed him. And then yeah. Goku's like, it destroyed a house, destroyed everything yeah, around. Yeah, the trees were flattened. And they're was... all asking questions like, you know, explain, explain, oh crap. Because they're like, ah, what yeah. sort of creature was it? You're like, your house was destroyed. And then he's like, I, he's like, I, I, I was asleep see, during yeah, it. I didn't see it. I was asleep the whole time. And how did you not wake up at that? And then... And Goku's like, how did you sleep through something yeah. destroying a house? And you must have nerves of steel, exactly. you know. And then Goku's like, well, Grandpa always used to tell me, never look at the moon when it's full. <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with me looking at the moon, though. And they're all like, oh, no. Oh, no. And he goes, I wonder if monsters come out when the moon is full here as well. And they just yeah. all back against the corner. <laughs> He's yeah. like, what's wrong? And they're all just talking to each other, talking strategy like, no, no way. What do we do? Boomer's like, so the night that your grandpa died, did you look at the moon? He goes like, yeah, I was told not to, but I went for a piss and uh, I did. Mm. Yeah. So we've got just a conversation idly about the full moon in which Coco drops that he may or may not be the wolf man. And the um, compositional elements love. of the so good. It's put together so well. And I don't think you could do it justice by like reading it out <laughs> over a podcast. You, just, you should like, read it. This sort of like actual like good narrative tension that works within the story and is visually told well well. yeah it's actually just good he's you know very innocently say oh yeah like oh this is there's real scary monsters around like i don't know it just happens sometimes when the moon's full and i should i granddad just told me never to look at it and i don't i don't think that has anything to do with it but you know it's scary right and they're all just like huh 
shit okay the reason why this works well is and like if you you're reading along you may have noticed this and you may not have noticed this is that um he only has Toriyama only has 14 pages to tell his story he uses a lot of dialogue this is common in manga it's not like it's visually told but uh, usually in shonen there's uh, a lot of dialogue and so he has a dialogue bubble in just about every panel virtually every panel and not much empty space and he never uses scream tone so in this when he has very little dialogue <laughs> And he just has, like, Goku in the center of it, almost in, like, a Kubrickian composition, just being like, I don't know what you mean. Yeah, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And he uses screen tone um, in these next few pages, more than he has in, like, the last several chapters. Mm. And they're all just like... Just whatever you do, don't look at the moon. And he looks at the moon because it's all like points. gesture towards it. He looks around, he's like, huh? And he does this kind of technique where, which is um, the good manga artists know, which is where you do like a hook at the bottom left of the page to lead on to the next page where people want to know visually what happens next because we see the back of Goku's head when he's looking at the moon. So we want to see the shot, the reverse shot of the shot, reverse shot. And then when he does it, there's no dialogue, there's just screen tone. His pupils are blank and it's just him in close up looking upward in the center of the frame in this kind of Kubrickian composition and it's just like the fact that it's so sparing means that when he does this every so often it's effective and impactful and you look at it and you know that it's bad Mm. and then he reverses your expectations yeah and everyone freaks out and then Goku looks around and is like, oops, I looked at it. And they're like, ah, oh, so nothing happened? Yeah. You don't feel different? Why would I? There's like this moment of like collective realization of like what a stupid idea that is. They're like, <laughs> oh my God. So this like weird monkey child who was like raised in the woods by like a crazy guy was the wolf man because he got told not to look at the moon. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, that's silly. And then... And then- yeah suddenly the sudden like almost like a heartbeat kind of going across and um Mm. goku has the same look and then he starts transforming Mm. he's uh gorillas in disguise yeah no no dialogue again just a similar kind of background use just his incredibly loud heartbeat the dukun 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 kind yeah. of thing this kind of boom 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 as um he starts like transforming mm-hmm. um and the the kind of visual exposition of it is really nice everyone's like hey man what are, you, what are you kidding around for his <laughs> transformation sort of joke is this? kind of recalls a lot of what right. happens later in the series in the Z portion if you've you've seen that you kind of recognize some of the imagery feels kind of familiar well i haven't um, well you haven't but to the people who are listening um as he transforms into an ozaru um a, a, what? a big monkey basically but oh. it means like a great, he does turn into a big monkey a great ape is how it's he, tur- he just turns into king kong yes he does yeah they even get a reference in there mm. yeah so he he gets so big he is a big he is ala big and strong <laughs> that he he's a big monkey i missed a speaker where for the big yeah he a- breaks through the glass ceiling because goku <laughs> Goku yeah. is an empowered woman. Yeah, yes. Um, there's a little cutaway in there of like the. Oh, look, um, it is a metaphor. It's a full moon. He moves according to the cycles of the moon, and it makes him more powerful. He breaks the glass ceiling. I don't know if that was like worth interrupting me for. <laughs> it definitely wasn't. <laughs> It it really wasn't, mm. but uh, this. I is... mean, like, like a water gun or something. If you just like interrupt me for a joke that's not actually funny, I just no, <laughs> like a spritz bottle. Yeah, there's a cutaway in there of uh, of uh, Pilaf and the gang uh, going. Like, what is that noise? Like, what are they doing in there? 
um, and they're all just uh, in beds next to each other in like a little dormitory, which is very sweet. Yeah. The ch- next chapter, chapter 22, which is um, the... Oh, actually, yeah, this is just like mostly action The transformation of Gautier is uh, he kind of just, um, he breaks through, he smashes up. Smashing. Smashing. <laughs> he smashes up the castle and... Um, yeah, he just starts going apeshit on the... Uh, <laughs> on the I uh, do that. <laughs> <laughs> it just starts breaking, breaking down the walls and stuff, breaking barriers. Breaking barriers. Um, breaking bad. And he smashes uh, the the turrets of misogyny. Yeah, this is a situation in which I I think that there was like not a lot of setup for this. I can believe it being part of the story from the start, but also I think that Toriyama just really wanted to draw Big Monkey. Because he just, the whole chapter is basically just different panels of Goku Kong. I can't think of a good pun for that. Gokong. Gokong. Um, just fucking up these, these buildings. And it's just like, real. it's real good to look at. It's real It's real well done. Yeah. It's just big monkey smashing buildings, throwing, you know. In the anime, they give him red glowy eyes. Cool. <laughs> oh, Alex. I thought you should know that. Thank you. But yeah, and then he just like his hand comes through like the wall of the dormitory, and everyone's like, "Oh, fuck, what is going on? What is that?" He, f- yeah. you know, fingers through the dormitory of oppression, and um, he's tearing it apart. It, this may sound weird. I did kind of want to see him at some point eat part of the castle. It does sound weird. It kind of looks like a biscuit crumbling a little bit. It looks not actually like a baked good, but. But I kind of, they're just, that maybe I'm just hungry. I kind of, <laughs> I want to see him eating some, some of it. Okay. Hmm. I kind of want to, I want him to chomp around a little. I want him to nibble at the edges of this castle just of the castle, misogynist depression. Not the characters at all? No, I don't want him to eat people. I want him to, okay. to eat the, the cookie that is Okay, that is, it does castle. look like a large crumbling cookie. So there's, yeah, there's that. And I I love all of this. I I've watched so many awful awful films. The translator's note says something about like Maya and her nightwear as well. Oh god, the translator's notes are fucking bad. They're so They're bad. So bad to read. I don't yeah. know. Like I I'm torn between you know someone's clearly put a lot of effort into translating this and like doing the the good work of fucking doing the lord's work just you know going through pages like what did you say there's 520 of these chapters and just like you know replacing all of the language with other language um but the notes are bad to read very pervy i don't know what i expected but like but no i've watched like so many like shitty werewolf movies and stuff mm. <laughs> like similar things. and we're gonna watch one for the behind the paywall podcast oh, yeah. not specifically kind of it doesn't twilight doesn't have the same tropes that i like new moon has uh, werewolves though it does have werewolves in it i haven't seen but the other films have, which like, is why the, we're gonna watch this it, uh, there's something about like that specific one of like yeah. everyone realizing that like someone trusted in the group is the monster <laughs> and then like they're there's a they, good and Halloween. they don't know themselves and then like ah they start transforming and everyone's like oh god we've made a terrible error and like in the Halloween zombie just, episode of Community it has that yeah. really good feeling it's where, just like, exciting you know the guy who's like the really the like the side character who's like whole deal is that he's very pure and like the, just just mm. a stand up guy you know in yeah. every case and every time yeah, you think the show is going to be one. 
cynical he actually is nice throughout the rest of the show is just a psycho who randomly appears mm-hmm. this guy rich who's a doctor and he's like um and then it turns out he got bad and he's like but i thought i was special and then just like <laughs> sl- like you know becomes a zombie and they all freak out and stuff <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I don't like zombie movies. I don't I never get the same the same vibe with it. Well, first of all, cuz that's cuz you're not racist. Okay. And they're about immigration. Not all of them. Some of them are about consumerism. Okay, sure. <laughs> The slow-moving ones. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think it's more because, like, usually in a zombie movie, it's, like, someone who's been bitten and is, like, being a dick and, like, hiding it because they're yeah. a chicken shit and they don't want to, like, sacrifice themselves. But the werewolves, they're like, the it werewolves could be like, they, they don't even know. They've been just, like, waking up in the woods once a month and just being like, oh, shit, that was a Saturday. Like, as, as it happens I feel like you just liked Oz from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I did. We did. We did. Not not my favorite. He was ill treated by that show. Yeah, they could have they could have done better by that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Justice for Oz. Justice for Oz. I don't stand a hundred percent behind Alison Hannigan on that show. Mm-hmm. Willow's not perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't matter how attractive she is. Okay. <laughs> We set that aside <laughs> when we deal with right, that is the Colosseum of, of character. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, no, this is the reason why... I feel like she had a good reason to break up with him, aside from the werewolf But thing. it came out of nowhere. It was a sideswipe, and it wasn't true to Oz's character. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It felt shoehorned in. Okay. Joss Whedon, we don't, we don't okay. stand for a don't lot of different reasons. Don't stand representation. <laughs> I think they... He got shafted. And the other thing is... Not in the way that we like. <laughs> uh, except in my Angel Oz fanfic. But... Never considered that pairing. But you have now. But now and I have. And it's not a no. <laughs> it's a mostly a no. It's, m- <laughs> it's not entirely a no, but it's mostly a no. <laughs> the most obvious one is Spike Angel, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's not even like obvious. That's like happened. You think it's in the show? That's yeah. Like I'm. I, I feel like I remember that's witnessing that. That's yeah. just that just went down. Yeah. At some his, point. His, uh, it's not his heart that's effulgent. Is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Ooh. Because it has a bulge in it. <laughs> okay. Hey oh, deep cuts. Okay. This is my reason for why the best, the best <laughs> youth is a Buffy television podcast. show in the world is Big Wolf on Campus. You don't even need a reason. <laughs> that's just yeah, it is. And uh, I think that's the first like TV show that I was interested in on yeah, any level. Yeah, and it's so and trashy. It is bad. The production value is just not like there. I haven't seen it again. This is like when we just got a TV, and mm. I still kind of didn't really have interest in it because like we only watched like I don't know we had like three channels. And this is in nineteen thirty seven. Yeah, this is in in, uh, in the Roaring Twenties. Um, <laughs> No, there was. Say, Mr. Gatsby, have you seen Big Wolf on campus? <laughs> that is what I said and sound like. <laughs> yeah, you know, we had a TV. We just got one. I was ten, maybe. I don't know. There was mostly bad shows, like adult shows that I didn't care about, or like you know. I believe it was sport. Yeah, and then there was uh, Big Wolf on campus, and I was like, ah, yeah, all right. And I like tried to actually keep up with it. And I didn't manage to. But, you know, occasionally I'd catch an episode and I'd be like, I want to watch more of this. And mm. I never really did because I didn't understand um, scheduling. I don't think that I could have been in front of a TV at a regular time. Yeah, you used to have to have the TV guide. Did you? 
in order to know when things would be on. Like they had ads. They did have ads. Like it was the bumper at the end and at the start of each. I should have thing. just like extrapolated but from the noise. Totally. You know, it was on four thirty on a. Things Thursday would just change our schedule. Actually, that's true. Shows. Yeah, and I, I don't think I could have figured it out. But okay. I, I catch it and I'd be like, this is sick. Anyway. Okay, how about yeah. this one? What if he's the gay Gatsby and he's just for the fellas? It <laughs> <laughs> no. didn't interrupt you. Anyway, this, they prince of Persia out of the castle uh, and there are Aladdin pants providing parachutes for them. Mm. Um, can't touch we that. We need to like ring a bell whenever we go from a tangent back to the actual content that we're supposed to be providing. No. 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 <laughs> no. They King try to escape into a plane, and I thought, yes, yes, King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but kind of, sort of, not really, but they sort of, close yes. To, it's sort King of Kong adjacent. Up. Yeah, I thought he was going to do a full reference. I thought he might have, like, grabbed mine in his hand or something like that, but no. no. None of that. I just... think that... Uh... I am glad that that didn't happen. You know, because not everything's about New York, you know? Not because of the reference, but because I wouldn't want to read the editor's note on that particular Oh, chapter. true, yeah. Yeah. Don't what like if, like, it. 9-11 had happened to the Empire State Building, but in, like, the 1930s? What if and it was by Hitler. <laughs> King Kong did 9-11. <laughs> no, King Kong did 9-11. <laughs> oh, God. We've got 9-11 in our podcast twice in a row now. I think we've had it every episode. Have we? <laughs> Just this like Goku a Penis. This about... Goku's wang and 9-11. Anyway, so he th- uh, King Kong throws a turret at the plane and it blows up. And then our heroes are like, oh no, Bulma's stuck underneath a thing. What are we going to do? King Kong's advancing on them. Goku Kong, I mean. And his feet, he's got hands. Uh-huh. He's his good friend, Mr. McGregor, with an arm for a leg and a leg for an arm and an arm for a leg. You know. What? Um, <laughs> do you know that joke from The Simpsons? When no. Dr. Nick is like, if it isn't my good friend, Mr. McGregor, with a leg for an arm and an arm for a leg, or something like that. I don't know That's not what he sounds like. It's been so long since I've seen The Simpsons. Yeah, it was like an abstract. Dr. Nick sounds like something. I can't remember. It sounds like if you put him through some kind of filter. Yeah, but here's a I feel like Dr. Nick was feet. somehow racist, but I'm not sure who to. Yeah, he's like, uh, it's something you wouldn't think about, like Armenians, maybe. Yeah, like, it's like... Surge Tankian is like offended to a by race it. that doesn't exist. Goku has has hands for feet and uh, yeah, of course he does. A giant gorilla. Do you know what a gorilla is? It's uncomfortable is? to me. Well, that's your problem. I'm oh, sorry okay. that you're not up to date with nature. That's just what they look like. I'm not into apes. Okay, that's all I can say. You have to be into something to accept it. Jesus. Did I just get outwoked? You did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm outwoke you every day of the week. Oh, Shinji Raranai, doesn't he? <laughs> I don't even know what you said. You said I can't believe it. <laughs> but it, like, it's not even real. Anyway, they know that his weakness is his tail, which has been set up, and so they yank him. They mm-hmm. That's what they do. They pull Goku off. Yamcha gets his tail. All sorts of ways of saying that. And then Poir turns into scissors and chops him off. And then suddenly... Yeah, they chop Goku's tail off. Goku so shrinks down. They just mutilate a small child who's turned into a large... Actually, gorillas don't have tails. I have an issue with this. Yeah, but he is not a gorilla. He's but the just, rest of him was just very just a great ape transformation. I don't know. He's magical. He's just yeah. a, a mystery ape. We'll find out... Uh, None of the great apes have tails. A couple hundred chapters from now. Wait a second. This is wrong. We'll this f- comic book has put the wrong physiology of, on it's, the It's not animal. meant to be a big... Gorillas aren't that big either. King Kong is. Nah, he's not real. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Goku is naked. 
Goku, yeah. And then we that's the end of the chapter. Goku, the end of the chapter is, is Wing Wang. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yep. we're in Mushroom Desert again, and it's the land of the rising sun and a show of good faith toward uh, the nationalist Japanese fascists mm. who Toriyama loves. Um, he doesn't actually. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I did want to make a note of like the end of the chapter where he had just turned into a giant monkey. Yeah. It's excellent because uh, it's, it's, it's like a little scroll uh, at the at the end of the chapters, which mm. has like a not a director's note, who's an author's note, the guy who wrote, yeah. the guy who made yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He puts things in like out of character. Yeah. Um, and it it just is like oh, something like shocking. Goku has turned into a giant monkey. What will they do next? Like this is out of like either even the author doesn't know. It's out of my hands. It's out of my hands. <laughs> 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 just sort of like becoming more and more panicked over the fate of. <laughs> Yeah, uh, everyone to face it with this giant naked Goku monkey. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so the I do know. appreciate that they've covered Goku up and gone to that. Mm. This is the first. But time the manga goes ever... to lengths to find like the one angle in which you can still see his dick and balls. Yeah, why? <laughs> they put a blanket over him, and then there's a shot from like ground level b- between his legs. And we've also been introduced to his ass now, apparently. <laughs> No, that was at the very start. Oh, yeah, that's true. He went tail. fishing with his tail. He went fishing yeah. with tail, which is... He's, his tail is weak. How could he possibly do that? You know what? It's fine. It's okay. Now it's you know how I law. feel about everything that happens in this. It's, none of it makes sense. I don't understand how any of this universe fits together. But they're all kind of standing out. They're all, like, so the shocked that he can turn into a monkey. And they're here, like, speculating on, like, what's going on. They're like, is he... Is he an alien? Like, I knew he was fucked up. And it's like, this is a world in which there are, like, dinosaurs, laser guns, like, magic dragons, uh, f- like, flying cars, all sorts of weird bullshit. They're in a forest full, like, in a desert full of very, very tall mushrooms. Okay, this is true. And then, like, somehow in-universe, it's, like, unthinkable for, like, the, 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 a monkey to exist. But people stay in their lane. And they stay in their species category and they respect the segregation of Dragon World. And they use the right fountains. Okay? Oolong is you can't a change from one to another. It's a violation of nature. They just, they're out here turning into different things. Oh, yeah, that's true. They, like, if this is a situation like that they should be well-versed but with. He this is, is like, how they live. And then for some reason, But all of those things else, are sapient. And all of those things can feel and they have an understanding and have self-consciousness and stuff like that. Like, the rabbit was like that. The bear who was an armor was like that. When they transform, they're fine. It's controlled and all that sort of stuff. And Goku just unwillingly, when he looks at a full moon, becomes a monstrous creature who can't be reasoned with. You're and, telling me no one you know, in this universe just goes ape shit now and again? Depends on what you mean by that. Uh, but the answer is no. Everything else has had its own kind of internal logic in that sense. When nobody's a monster, they're all just animals which are considered human in this in this. No, universe. I'm not. My, my qualms are not with the existence of, like, the animal people. Like, we've gone well past that. Like, we've already established there's some kind of weird furry universe. No, I no, just want to know, that. like, why it's weird in this specific instance. For him to like turn into a, a monkey. I mean, you. And there like, are things that are so like we understand the implicit internal rules and logic of our culture and our norms and our things which are possible according to like science and physics here. That when you would see something like, what if you saw like a slight variation from it, and somebody's like, what's the difference? Like, imagine like somebody like floats something from their hand or whatever it is, and you'd be like, what the hell? And then somebody's like, 
you know, from a different kind of no, area. It's, it's not like, so much like but my a issue. Mag- it's like if, if there were a magnet like there, the- something could float on your hand. Like, what's what's the deal with you? Like, why do you find that First of all, I'd weird? assume it's sleight of hand or some kind of magic trick. Okay. Second of all, if it was like something that was kind of just part of the natural logic of that universe, like I'd accept it. But the fact that everyone in this universe seems to be constantly encountering things which don't make any sense to them or don't seem to be something that could exist like yeah. people being shocked by oolong's transformation or like five hand mountain being on fire or like just you know this constantly things which are surprising these characters that they yeah, don't seem to have encountered before at all and like you know goku didn't know what a car was and thought that was a monster well, yeah so i mean these like, are all know, like people who are separated some, off from each other yeah there's like they're all from different categories and there's so much that's outside of their realm of experience and yet yeah. somehow like giant monkey is universally accepted to be like a real what the fuck situation well for these people at least none of them have encountered it no that's i know I'm, and like this is not actually something that I would want to nitpick because like I fucking love the tropes and I would I would I would just accept it at face value. But like if we're gonna bring up how weird this universe is, which I think is my job, just accept what the mod characters do and say as being the things. If the mod characters are like this is weird, you go hmm. I read this as weird. If they're like this person is incredibly talented and strong, you're like okay. I read that as that. You just have to go with how the. Uh, exposition works no because there aren't mob characters in real life everybody has their own (laughs) internal lives and I'm an incredible empath and understand this (laughs) anyway so Yamcha does go well thanks to Goku we were freed and then uh, Bulma's probably the only tactful one who says maybe we shouldn't tell him that he murdered his grandfather Mm, and he's the reason he's an orphan a little bit traumatic yeah so they keep a secret from him and then Goku um, wakes up does he have teeth or is he like gums lots of teeth it looks like he was just doing a big gummy yawn, but maybe you've just been looking at puppies Goku with no teeth. For so. human teeth president. Oh, God. So, <laughs> Oolong is sort of like, yeah, yeah anyway, Goku w- wakes up. He's like, I'm naked. Where are my clothes? Um, Oolong is still wearing his panties and on his head. Mm. And so Bulma's like, just give him the panties so he's wearing something. And then Oolong's <laughs> like, no, no, these are mine. They're my special I want, ones. I want Bob with them. My precious. <laughs> he's like, these were a gift from Shenlong himself. And if you, in case you forgot, the characters used for Shenlong. Uh, or Shenron or whatever it is in Japanese are the ones for God and Dragon so like he's like these are a gift from the Dragon God himself <laughs> from this great and august creature these women's panties that I wear on my head mm-hmm. this really cements it for me that Oolong is attached to them he cares about them it is mm-hmm. something precious and special to him even though he won't admit it to himself I think he will admit it to himself at this point he may be not the implications yeah he can't part with the with his with those ghost panties that he's wearing. And so he's willing to take off his, his cute overalls with the suspenders. And then Goku becomes a real Huckleberry Finn where he's wearing just the no t-shirt or shirt and just the suspenders. Just a little suspender real, boy. Real hick boy. Back yeah. to that again. Immediately falls um, on his ass because he's got no tail. This is my favorite gag of these few chapters. <laughs> the fact that every time Goku tries to stand up or run, he just goes... Donk. Yeah. <laughs> onto the ground because he's got no daily yeah. balance. <laughs> he's uh, confused by why it's so difficult to stand up, and to which, you know, they point out, like, oh, that might be because uh, you lost your tail, but you'll get used to it. And he's like, it's my tail's gone. Yeah, well. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, doesn't give a fuck. And also, everyone else falls over, but I don't quite understand. That's an anime it. joke. The reaction is, ah, like, they're so crazy that they're floored by it, and we visually oh. see it. Yeah. I was just confused. I thought he somehow, like, 
psychically transmitted his inability to stand he up. He just fostered out the entire like group yeah, of people. I don't the know, wall. man. I don't. I don't know any anime tropes. I'm, I don't keep. I don't keep up with the Kardashians. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I'm just like you've probably lost Nyoibo. Goku tries to run after it and goes, ah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just falling on his face all the way back to the ruins of the castle so he can get his stick back. Yeah, they're all like, ah, oh, man, sort of, sort of, you can't know, like it's time to go home, kind of thing. And then Bulma's like, ah, oh, I guess I've got to wait another year so I can wish for a boyfriend. And then and then Yamcha's like, um. Yeah, and then Yamcha goes, oh, I guess I've got a way to, uh, to not be awkward around women. I guess I'll never get married at this rate. And then he goes, huh? And they both go, uh, and then they look at each other and it's doki, like heartbeat. Um, and it's sweet. Is it- they both solved their, their problem of being incredibly horny and having no outlet. Sweet. I mean, I respect his. His is horny for marriage, which is a very particular kind of thing. He really wants to be a wife guy, you know, whereas Bulma just kind of wants the perfect boyfriend the same way that she wants a nice strawberry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's just misogyny. You're and just like, the man's side. I didn't write this. <laughs> they go, they're going to go back to the city, basically. I yeah. do like the panel of, of Yamcha and Bulma. Um, just celebrating. <laughs> Some just dancing with each other it's very funny yeah, Goku Goku's arrives like, back and there's just like a ruckus going on because they both realized that like they could just hook up with each other which they didn't yeah didn't occur to them the whole time somehow. it is funny how accurate he gets the teenage thing going on though like yeah actually like, that's true yeah very awkward um and then Goku is like ah they're like ah you should go to this we should go to the city and all this sort of stuff and Bumba goes you're kind of cute Goku you'd be a hit with the ladies and then he's like ah, I don't know what that means and then he goes I want to get big and strong and i don't want to be around girls i want to go to this old man's rape island and you're like oh no goku well you really just said it like that yeah, huh? he's gonna teach me to be a pervert and you're like no none yeah. of that i don't think he's capable of being corrupted because he is a force of pure evil already. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> i thought that was gonna go the other way uh, no <laughs> he can run on Kidon because he's pure but it's because he's pure evil yeah that is exactly it it's just it's like He's like a distilled alcohol and that it, it's technically clean, but it's just not good for you and not good to be around. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a metaphor for you. Um, Oolong also kind of joins in like, oh, there's a lot of girls in the city. Can I come too? And Bulma just, you know, shuts him down immediately. He's like, oh, yeah, I mean, like, you can come, but you're horrible and perverted to be around and we just don't really... Like you, so <laughs> they, you know, you won't really have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, can he's I? Like, you don't have to say it like that. Can I come to this party too? It's full of women, and they're like, well, you can physically come yeah, along, you like, but you're gonna ruin yeah, the vibe for everybody. Technically, be there. You won't achieve anything, and it'll make me unhappy. Ah, oh, my legs hurt, which is a sign that it's time to wrap up. Mm. Um, they go, and then Goku's like, we should search for the Dragon Balls together again, and then they're like, uh, we don't need those. We've discovered. Uh, uh, the other sex. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, when that happens. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> Bad time of life. And then uh, Goku is like, well, I need to get the four star ball because it's my grandpa's yeah. ball. It's my memento for him. Um, I need my grandfather who has a ball. No, he said my grandpa's ball. So we understand really that it's not actually literally his grandfather because he also says his grandfather was killed. By being stomped on by this monster. It's his thing to remember him by. Goku's just weird about it, the way that he talks about it. Okay. 
Um, I wouldn't have anticipated kind of implied, Goku being weird about something. <laughs> Not knowing how to communicate with normal people? What? Yeah. Yeah. So they go off and then Goku's like, he's going to go off as well. And then uh, yeah, he's, he's going to go to Kami Simmons Island, beat up some turtles, ride around a cloud, get shredded. Find his grandfather's ball and he has time. Um, he's strong, but he's still a tubby little boy, and mm. so he could uh, stand to get uh, hot he's male like Strong, but he could like. But it doesn't look like he could be in a Marvel movie. Yeah, and we know that it's like the looks that matter. Yeah, yeah. It's the aesthetic. This is peak male performance. <laughs> you may not like what it looks like. <laughs> But we really, oh. we're really sending a message with this manga. Yeah, mm. Bulma gives him the dragon radar and says, "Hey, you can just use this to find it." So they she just does not give a fuck anymore as well. Like this is yeah. really just her holiday project. She's like, "Yeah, this site, this ship, I don't need this thing that I designed because yeah. I'm a genius." Yeah. Um, you know, they can search for these mystical objects. She's so underappreciated. She is. She's this... just a mechanical genius. Yeah. Um, and she, her whole quest is just like to get for a for real. Boyfriend. This manga does not respect that anything except for fighting strength because she doesn't have that it doesn't really respect Bulma that much but on the facts she might be the most useful person I mean so far yeah just the only reason they're even there and also because she's rich actually that's just true. has a lot she of vehicles does have like a, just a, a lot of nangs yeah and Goku gets onto the cloud, Did which somehow Did you tell you that I met a guy who had an ammo belt full of nangs? No. Why would this be a thing? I don't know. I just saw him on a dance floor, and he was wearing, like, a machine gun ammo belt. And He's like, while well, you were kissing Pickle, I have studied the nang. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing with those, buddy? He had, like, 40 of them. I don't know. Where he got those? Anyway. While you were busy learning to suppress your gag reflex, I was becoming a master of the Nangan. Excuse me? Yeah, anyway, Goku is on Kintoon because he's pure Nashito, and then he just flies off and goes, which is also something that Arale says from memory. He's like, off, onward, onto the distance. And this is the end of our first arc, the Dragon Ball Osagashi. Another search for the Dragon Balls. Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> so, I'm somehow, like, uncomfortable. Before we wrap up. Dragon predictions. I want to say, you got stuff right. I got stuff right. I don't even remember what I predicted. Yeah, honest. I think you predicted that, um, that it wasn't going to be wished for for boyfriend and girlfriend because they would just... They have each other, yeah, I think. Yeah, that was set up from, like, ages ago. Yeah, There's you no said... There's no way that it was going to happen to be a thing. Um, I'm going to be I honest. Should've... The first time I read the story, I was like, oh, yeah, they can pair together. I didn't think about it. Ah. Oh. Well, some of us are smarter than others. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, you also predicted that the wish would get wasted on something stupid and Oolong would probably do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so clever. I don't think you predicted that. I didn't predict that Goku was a wear monkey. No. I don't think I could reasonably have seen that coming. No. But you know what? It adds adds to character. I'm happy to be surprised. I enjoy the twists. Okay, so what are your predictions for next? I think it's just going to, like, skip several months. Because otherwise we're just going to sit there, like, watching Goku learn to walk again. Which, I mean, I would enjoy, but I feel like the audience probably would not be Goku physio arc, where it's, yeah. like, a heartbreaking it's thing. It's just montage. him just falling on his face, which is what he fucking deserves, little gremlin. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it just skips ahead a year and he tries to, like, get the gang back together so that he can, like, 
fucking have friends while trying to find his grandfather's ball again and they're all like uh but we're happy doing things and then they realize that their life in the city kind of sucks actually and they want to go on another adventure because i don't know someone makes an enemy last minute or whatever Mm. They anger the mafia. I don't that know. might be good writing. I shouldn't assume that, should I? Yeah. Yeah, which we're not dealing with. Actually, I don't know if that'd anyway. be good writing. I think that's just generic writing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just. I'm a, just picking a logical things thing. that would like happen in a TV show. Yeah, it's a little bit different. I what think you, there will be a yeah. new. What do you think? Okay. What do you think? A character immediately that is happens? a different type of creature from the rest of them okay. will appear. Oh, what do I think so immediately bad. happens? Yeah. Oh, we're going to see Eternal Rave Daddy. Yep, okay. And they they go and see him on his island. Do some weird creepy shit. And he's going to do some weird creepy shit. You know what? I think that's a reasonable prediction. I think you're going to be right. I think there's no way I could be wrong. Like, he's (laughs) headed there now, and there's, like, no reasonable way I could expect Kamehameha not to be a fucking creep. Alrighty. Well, uh, this has been Gohan or Go Home. Uh, Before that, no, that's what I said at the very end. about... Gwen Stefani and politics and so many other things and Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Twilight and I'm actually kind of excited to do a Twilight podcast yeah, yeah. so we got a behind the paywall one that we're gonna do please we've already got one person who signed up to our Patreon sign up to our Patreon it can help us to have good sound quality and also to be able to do these things and it's it's just hard sometimes God, imagine if we could get like good sound quality wouldn't that yeah, be yeah wouldn't that be incredible we could like hear our voices as they actually are we don't actually have any vocal fry God um, of Nations I <laughs> hear our voices we entreat wow god defend our free dragon world yeah that that's the that's the one yeah god is in this god features in this so i hear that was uh, one of the weird selling points yeah god is a slug and he's green and he did martial arts so good that he turned into a slug that is mm, that's then, sort of got the some of the pieces he, but in wrong ways and, and then sort of was, wrong I know, he wrong was already a slug but he punched things real good and then he became god but then he cloned himself evil to become god and then his evil clone is the devil <sighs> okay then, it'll be funny when we get one to it and, becomes an egg. and then the devil one becomes good I don't understand any of this. Yeah, well, you got bits wrong, but that's fine. It's kind of funnier that way. Anyway, so that's the story. I don't of that. think you can get anything wrong with Dragon Ball. I think that it's just a, like a series of things. It's just an interpretation, death yeah. of the author. It does. It just doesn't mean what you thought it meant. Yeah. I think that my perspective on Dragon Ball is absolutely correct, and I am the only one who understands. That it. hasn't happened yet. It's not a perspective on it. It's a prediction. Anyway, that's my perspective prediction. And with that, uh, we would like to leave you. I am a plug, and alongside me is uh, vocal fry. <laughs> This has been Gohan or Go Home. Thank you very much for listening. Subscribe to our Patreon. We're both on Twitter, but who cares about that? And uh, we will do anything for you if you pay us. That's not a guarantee. Anyway. Yeah, it is. Uh, and a very good evening. Indeed.
this caring and this empathy and this being 100% of the time on fucking MDMA. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.